y'all. It's Lens. It's episode 21 of the new, not new podcast, Oddly Adulting. And I feel like 21 is a good number for this episode. I wish I was 21. <laughs> Considering what we did to prepare to record it. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> so, um, lucky y'all, I am not alone in the studio again tonight. Um, you guys are going to get spoiled on all of my special <laughs> guests. And when I when I cease to be able to talk people into recording with me, you're going to be like, oh, it's so boring. We have to just listen to her again. But I have with me in the studio, in the laundry room studio tonight. Don't say it. Don't, don't call me. Don't call. Don't use the word. You don't want your name said? <laughs> <laughs> no, my name is fine. Just our relationship. Okay. It's just... <laughs> my friend Jess. <laughs> We don't have to define the relationship. Okay. Okay. Right. okay. okay. Fair. No, no. Uh, what is that? What did we used to say that when we were teenagers? DTR. DTR. Okay. Yeah. No, T- no DTR is occurring tonight. This is Jess. Jess is with me tonight and she came, um, she traveled a very long distance to be here. Three whole hours. Oh, through some crazy traffic. Yes. Thank we're so lucky to live near a large city with lots of traffic. Um, a city that unfortunately separates us now because of the mm. fact that she left me and moved away. Three we're going to bring that it? up. All right. We're going to start it off with <laughs> yeah, that. We're going to okay. start it off with that. Okay. When was that? Was that three years ago? It when was. did you leave me? It was. So, um, so yeah, we, uh, we're friends. We have determined that relationship. We have, yes. <laughs> I can get on board with friends. <laughs> and we met, um, well, now it's been 12 years. Yes, it has. 12 years because we both happen to have a 12-year-old child. 12-year-old girl children. Well, hers is almost 12. She'll be 12 in a couple weeks. Yes. She and... very much acts 12. We can go with 12. <laughs> yeah. That tween, tweeny, tweenagey mm-hmm. thing that's happening. Um, so we met... Well, actually, what's funny is that we actually went to college together, but we didn't know each other in college because... Because um, you got married. Because Jess was cool and I was not. <laughs> so not true. <laughs> Jess was very cool and I was married. <laughs> so I didn't know anybody on campus, to be honest. No, I had like five friends um, and Jess was not one of them. But we met later after college when we were full-grown adults about to give birth to our first children. Right, but all your five friends at college were, like, the people that everybody wants to be around. You were very <laughs> social with your five friends. I found my friends and stayed with them. In the few hours a day that I was actually on campus, I managed to make some social connections. You did. That's, that, was not, that was not my college goal. <laughs> Yes. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah, so we um we missed the friendship track in college, but then we um we managed to meet while gestating. But um, <laughs> so here we are, twelve years later. We I learned, don't. We learned how to breathe. Yes, breathe. Count count breathe. At the same yes, time. we learned. Um, what else did we learn in that class? We learned that uh, milk is toxic. Cow milk is toxic to humans. Yes. And I have honestly never been able to drink milk since then. And <laughs> I, I know drink milk. I know you can't because you brought a gallon of almond milk with you. I did. To my house. I showed up with the essentials. That was smart. <laughs> yeah. Wine and almond milk. This what else was in your bag? Um, so you had Josh. I had chocolate. 
chocolate. I had Josh. Chips. Mm-hmm. Almond milk. Because mm-hmm. I always eat your chips when we're yeah. here. So. Well, that's okay. They come from Costco. It's a big bag. <laughs> and then um, what was that thing in the can? Is that like an energy drink? Yeah. I was like, are you planning on working out? Nope. Where nope. would you work out Just at my recovering. house? Would you go out in the backyard and like pick up a tree or something? Mm, I that's, have. That's not outside of the realm of possibility. I have. Um, I have a newly cut down tree. I could let you lift if you feel the need. Yeah, I I appreciate that offer. I think tomorrow morning I'm going to be good. <laughs> One of the things that we have in common was that I've, for a very brief stint in the year I turned 30, I attempted to do CrossFit. You did not attempt, you did it. Yeah, well, I, I did CrossFit at the level of my lifting partner, whom we all remember fondly as mom. <laughs> <laughs> so you learned how to do a pull-up. I did. I you did do did. a pull-up. I did, did do a pull-up or two. You're in the category of women who at one point in their life was able to do a pull-up. Could do a pull-up. Yeah. yeah. It's been a few years since then. Um. But yeah, we've done a we've done a lot of fun things for over the last twelve years. So not limited to um, watching each other give birth. We have both been. We did that once we each. Have both experienced that. Yes. We actually told um, we told my six year old the story today. <laughs> she would. She did not appreciate that. She was appalled at the fact she, that I saw her as a newborn. She was appalled to hear that Miss Jess saw her naked. Yeah. Right after she had been born. So I tried I was... to explain. Baby naked is not the same thing as what she conceives in her mind now as a six-year-old. Not the same. So I tried, to, I tried to make her feel better by saying, but it's okay because I saw Miss Jess's baby naked too. And actually, and this was where I veered off the path of common sense. I said, <laughs> this did not help. I said, the, the day that Miss Jess had her baby... And I was holding, I was holding her naked baby. I think I even said like fresh from the birth <laughs> you canal. Did. I did. You I went said, there. Fresh from the birth canal. That was the moment when I knew you were in there because I heard your little, <laughs> your little fetus no, voice calling just, to me and saying, "Let me just paint this picture." Oh her six-year-old, the I'm eyes are getting here. wider, the wider, wider, like mom. Mom, please stop. I'm begging you. Please stop telling this story. But this is a true story. On the day that Jess had her baby, I was there and in the delivery room, I'm holding her and she's just fresh and warm and new and gooey. And I I did. Like, I knew at that moment. I was like, I'm pregnant. I'm going to have a that baby. That was a really special moment. And I really did. Like, I'm in almost nine months, like nine months to the day, just about. Yeah. That, that kid got born. Yeah. So yeah, we've done, we've, we've crossed a lot of, um, I'm really glad you broke a lot of laws to get down (laughs) to the hospital. Yes. The traffic angels were on my side that day. They were. When you were giving birth so far away from my home. (laughs) And I called you at the almost last minute. Yeah. That was, you know, friends, if you're out there and you have a friend that's going to give birth and they want you to be present, you know, maybe give them a heads up. It's. It might be a good idea, but all's well that ends well. That's right. So we've covered a lot of territory in 10 years. And so I, I basically didn't give Jess a choice Mm -hmm. when she got here and she'd been here about an hour and I was like, so what are we going to podcast about? And she was like, oh dear. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, and so, but she actually came up with the idea. 
because it's the first thing that I thought whenever she said podcast. And that's fair. It's actually a good idea to go on your first, like your first inclination. It's, um, cause I, oh, well, I guess I should have, we were, excuse me, we were jokingly going over the rules before we sat down to record. And so when I did this with Chris, when we recorded episode 20, I was refreshing the rules with him and I was like, remember, I don't edit the podcast. <laughs> So don't, don't say anything that I'm going to have to edit out, you know, because after all, you are the producer. So if you start saying stuff that has to be edited, like you'll, this is your fault. Like yeah, you'll be going into edit, editing territory. Yeah. So, um. No overtime pay for that. There's no, there's no pay at all, actually. <laughs> <laughs> People actually pay me to do this. If you, most technically speaking, if you espouse to the value for value model, um, people have actually donated money to make me keep doing this. So that's fantastic. Um, but they don't donate to Chris. They donate to me. Right. Right. Yes. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, so she came up with the idea. So that's the idea we're going to go with. And I think that to, I think to start it off, I'm going to tell a story and it's going to launch us into the discussion. Do you agree? That yes. That's a good way to start. I think that's a good way to start. Okay. So, um, I'm going to tell a story that happened many years ago, but it was already many years into our friendship because at this point now we've been friends like 12 years. So we had been friends about five years at this point. Oh, here comes the train. Um, I have to say that because I have someone who almost had a, an accident while listening. <laughs> they were listening to the podcast and the train came by and it was when I was recording in the carport and it was really loud and she like almost had a traffic incident. So she requested that I please, yes, please tell her that the train is coming. So the train is coming. So, okay. So this was, uh, about five years into our friendship and it was after the time that I had gotten up the courage to try CrossFit. Mm-hmm. So Jess is an accomplished athlete. <laughs> of, this is true. I'm not saying this I'm ironically. Sorry. That was inside the, thought that popped out. <laughs> of, the, of the CrossFit caliber. Jess is, is one of, she is like, if you follow CrossFit at all, she, she fits in seamlessly with CrossFit people. Like she can go to any gym and do any wad. That means workout of the day and CrossFit speak. And just like, she totally looks legit and is legit. She's a CrossFit trainer. What are you up to? Like level two now? How many mm-hmm. levels are there? Mm-hmm. There's there four. Two? There's okay. four now. And you're level two? Level two. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she's legit. She's legit CrossFit. And, um, she, what she has been for a long time. And so, um, there's the train, as I said. Um, so there was about a year where once a week, Jess would come over and we'd hang out. We'd let our babies play and I would complain about being fat and Jess would listen very patiently, very empathetically. She would watch me eat snacks while sitting on the couch. And then she would very gently, like not even every time, but occasionally mention that, you know, um, so physical activity can actually... improve your situation when you are unhappy with your physical appearance. And my I... gracious friend, Lindsay, <laughs> who probably shouldn't have stayed my friend during that time, gave me so much room. What material? No, I'm just, <laughs> I am terrible at 
those types of conversations. No, I'm serious. It sometimes. never it never occurred to me to be offended by oh, by your suggestion this is that why maybe we're friends. yeah that like maybe oh. I should exercise. And honestly, I'm like I'm embarrassed by the fact that you had to say it so many times before I was like, oh, you know what? I could like come to the gym and like train with you because like you're a CrossFit coach. And she was like, yep, you sure could. <laughs> So eventually, so eventually I did that. It was like right around the time I turned 30. So I had a little bit of a crisis and I was like, why do I get winded walking up the stairs? This is embarrassing. And so I, so I did. So I started showing up at the CrossFit gym early for the, what was it? 6 30 class. Yeah. It was early. Um, it was a hard habit to get into, but, um, but CrossFit is kind of addictive like that. And so I was actually able to get into the habit of going at least once a week, <laughs> twice a week sometimes. Yeah. Um, but definitely once a week. And so, and I, and I, nobody was more shocked than me that I enjoyed it. So I'd been going for a while. I still remember the first day you did wall balls. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> I don't. I blocked it out of my memory. No. It's, your, it's almost your, I think it's maybe your very first workout. It might have been. Yeah. And there were so many of them. It was probably one of those workouts with names where it's like 500 wall balls <laughs> and one sit up. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. So everybody at the gym knew we were friends. That was an established thing, you know, and they probably all thought, oh, there's sad lens over there <laughs> trying to do CrossFit because her friend Jess is a CrossFit, you know, all-star. So <laughs> at some point in, in the CrossFit journey, you know, I started getting interested in like apparel because there's a certain look, like CrossFitters have a certain look. And so like they wear the tights and they wear the knee-high socks, and they wear the tank tops. And when, But when I started working out, I was wearing, like, the grandma version of workout clothes. Which is what? Like a t-shirt, you know, like that definitely hung past my rear. Yeah. Like big baggy t-shirt, you know, like capri pants style yeah, leggings. Capri pants leggings. I do. Um, no knee socks. I, I never did crossover into knee socks. It made, they made me too Knee hot. socks really aren't in anymore. Okay, there was well, a time. Maybe they I, came in, they went back out. Maybe I can make a return to CrossFit yeah, now that those can. are gone. Maybe that was really the the problem. But um, but I started, you know, like, and then and then shirts with with sayings and stuff. So, yeah, like, now there's still the, in. yeah. So, the still tank in. tops now are things like um, Wake Up and Wad yeah. or... My husband got me one recently. Tell me some of the ones that you have now. Yeah. So my, the, the latest one that my husband got me says, if my mouth doesn't say it, my face will. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. That is a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> um, I have another one that says thick thighs save lives. <laughs> I like that one. It's purple. Purple is my favorite color. Um, awesome. Yeah. 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 So if I was still doing CrossFit, mine would probably say something like mimosa, please. Or um, when is this done? <laughs> Namaste in bed. <laughs> Something like that. So anyway, I, I started to take an interest. There's in, one like, that says um, wad then wine. Wad then wine. That yeah. would work for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That would work for me because we all know what stay at home moms do all day. <laughs> so, um, so I started taking an interest in like CrossFit apparel and um, just so happened that Chris, at Chris's job, he had a coworker who did, who did um, ladies fitness classes somewhere else, not CrossFit style classes. 
Um, and they would actually, these ladies, I think, would get together and, like, work out and then they'd maybe pray or something or have a Bible study. There was some sort of, like, working out but also, like, Bible study component. And so they had these tank tops made that said... <laughs> lady, lady in church, but a beast in the gym. Yep. And I was like... Yeah, because this is what Jesus people do. <laughs> Yeah, we take we're, rap songs. We're and, from the Bible Belt, yeah. y'all. Mm-hmm. We might work out to, uh, what's that guy's name? Lecrae. To Lecrae, there yeah, you go. I knew it. Drake yeah. now. You can work out to Drake well, now. Or Kanye. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, so she had this this run of, of tank tops made. And I found out about them, and I was like, I have to get some. Oh. Matching matching tanks for me and Jess. So I did. So yes, you did. I did the best I could to guess what size she would wear. We did good on that. And I ordered our tank tops, and I like very anxiously awaited them to come in. And then the day arrived, and I had the tank top, and so I was like, "This is gonna be awesome! I'm gonna wear mine, and then I'm gonna show up to the gym for class, and I'm gonna be like, I brought you a tank top, and then she's gonna wear it, and we're gonna be twinsies." It's going to be awesome. And so that's exactly what I did. So I showed up for 630 CrossFit wearing my lady in the, what is it? Lady in the church, but but a beast in the gym, gym. Mm -hmm. hot neon yellow with hot neon pink writing Mm -hmm. and a Bible reference at the bottom. And I showed up to (laughs) CrossFit and presented Jess with my friendship shirt. Yes, all the way up to this point we're following your exact plan, right? And then I see her face and I'm like, "Oh, I done messed up, Aaron." <laughs> and I'm just like, "Uh-oh. What have I done?" What have like I, done? I didn't I don't know. I don't something something ha- something it's not Hmm. I'm not. And so, and then there's just, there's a short in the circuit somewhere. Yeah. And there's like silence and Uh I'm just like, Oh, um, so, and she goes, (laughs) there's like long pause. And then she goes, I'm supposed to put it on. Right. (laughs) And I go, well, yeah, I mean, uh, you don't have to, but I mean, I'm wearing mine. So I thought that, and she's like, Right. Okay. Um, that's what I'm going to go do. I'm going to go put it on. I'll be right back. And then like the longest, most awkward wait of all time. I'm just like standing there like, (laughs) y'all, this is the first time I'm hearing the backstory. Y'all are getting it at the same time. (laughs) Jeopardy music in the background. And I'm thinking like, oh my goodness, I think I ruined our friendship, dude. <laughs> but she finally comes out and she's wearing the tank top and I it am. fits perfectly. Yeah. Everything's good. Everything's and then great. she just moves on. Like life is good. And we just, we work out. We take a selfie. It goes we on did. Facebook. I'm yep. like, everything's good. Everything's fine. I didn't think about it again. Did you think about it anymore after that? Only, only a few times. <laughs> I really loved the shirt. Like, I'm sure you loved the thought behind the shirt. But I it was. The, I loved the shirt, too. It was the moment that I ruined. It was the moment of Lindsay has put her heart and soul into presenting me with this really thoughtful gift that mortified me. <laughs> 
it was at this moment that we discovered that I am an extrovert. And I am an introvert. Yes. Yes. Closet introvert. Closet introvert. That was the part that was. And so... So when I said to Jess tonight, I was like, okay, what are we going to podcast about? Like a typical extrovert. I'm like, <laughs> I love something and you should love it too. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. Come on. I'm, I'm an introvert. What are we going to talk about? Come on, podcast with me. And this was the first thing. Like sh- she was like, well, I think yeah. we should talk about how you're an extrovert and I'm an introvert. And I was yeah. like, yes. Yes. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. So I just figured we could kind of do like a little... Maybe, maybe like a Q and A sort of thing, or maybe like a throw like a out scenario. a scenario. Yes, yeah. like throw out a scenario and tell me how you would react to that, or how that would make you feel, or whatever. Because he, I think that, I mean, I see. I think I see this with a lot of my relationships. That a lot. I mean, just in life, like relationships it, tend to be very complementary. So one of you is one way. And the other view is the other way because you couldn't, you can't have people, if you're too alike, it doesn't work. Right. You know, like too many extroverts together and a fist fight breaks out. So. Too many introverts together. And and nobody talks. Nobody talks. And then like the party's over. Yeah. So, or everybody's wondering like why everyone else is mad at them. Yeah. So. There's that too. um, So yeah, like a lot of my friends are introverts. Mm-hmm. And, and it's funny, I say closet introvert because I've actually trained myself to be an extrovert when the situation calls for it. So I have like a dual perspective, like what I should do in order to be an extrovert and what I really would do. If it right. Was just if you had it totally up to you. Totally so you're like an introvert functioning in an extrovert's world. Yeah. Because your jobs kind of require that. Yeah. I mean, coaching definitely requires that. Yeah. You would never know that Jess is an introvert unless you bring her clothing <laughs> that she is not, not, not prepared. Show up with a t-shirt. You'll find out soon. Not prepared to dawn right then. Yeah. But you know oh, what's dear. funny though? Here's the funny thing too. You know, I hate surprises. So I have a I have a sneaking suspicion that if someone were to show up with a shirt for me, I would have a very similar reaction. Oh yeah. Because I think I would be like, Oh, oh, they expect me to wear that. Oh, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Like I didn't choose that shirt. I didn't what if it's not the right size? I don't know. So that's what's funny is that sometimes I definitely You know what saved us that day? Like this was the saving moment is that I had on black leggings that would have gone with anything. <laughs> right. I, legit, I'm walking to the bathroom going, at least my leggings match. <laughs> like this, at least, at least it goes, it goes. I can do this. Right, because what if you'd had on like purple? Right. Or lime green or something. Yeah. I only ever wore black leggings, so that never occurred to me because any tank top in the world would go with my black leggings. Yeah. Because I, well, they weren't even leggings. They were capri pants. Flare bottom capri pants. <laughs> capri pants. Capri workout pants. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. See, those kind of things don't occur to me. So as an extrovert, like, I I would characterize myself as kind of like a bull in a china shop because I don't think about stuff until after it's over. And Mm. and usually it's, um, it's because something has happened that tips me off to the fact that 
something has happened. It doesn't naturally occur to me to sit back and think about a situation. So yeah. if you had just like rolled with it and been like, oh my gosh, it's awesome. Like I never, I never would have even known that that was something that would completely throw you off. Yeah. And I'm an overthinker. So that was, that was what made that situation so awkward is because I'm think like there's so many thoughts running at me at that, in that moment. Like when I'm like, I got a gift from Lindsay. This is so cool. Number two, I'm like, I don't know. Do I leave my class to go change shirts? Is it, am I going to make anybody mad if I leave my class? Like, or that, what are they going to do during the warm up if I'm not if I'm not guiding Literally them through the warm up? I would never care about. And then I'd be like, peace out, this, y'all. I'm going to change my clothes. Yeah. At the same time, I'm like, wait, does this match? Like, am I going to look okay after I change my shirts? Like, do I have a bra that can go on underneath this? Do like, I have to wear it all day, or can I only wear it for an hour? What if she finds out I took it off after an hour? I'm just imagining. Yeah. And like, is this, is this inappropriate? Like at the time? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So there's that too. Oh yeah. Because the other thing is that this gym was located inside of a private Christian school. Yeah. So there is, there was, I never thought about that until just now. There's so many things happening at once (laughs) in my brain. never thought about that until just now. And so that (laughs) moment where you looked at me and thought, oh my gosh, does she even really... Does she like this? It had nothing to do with whether I liked it or not. I was processing so many things happening all at once. Oh man. It's so, it's so funny. I I love talking about stuff like this. I could talk about personalities and Enneagrams, except I don't really understand Enneagrams. That well, so that wouldn't be a good one. Mm-mm. But like, I can, I can talk about this kind of stuff ad nauseum because I feel like the whole world and all, all of life experiences could be completely separately viewed through the different lenses. And I would never, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't be able to tell you what anybody else is going to be able to say. Okay. So like, what's a question or a scenario? So surprises. Surprises are terrible for me. I, I've, I've never enjoyed surprises. If I know that somebody's about to surprise me with something, or this is the worst for me, if I know that somebody wants to have a conversation with me and I think that there could be something negative about mm-hmm. that conversation, mm-hmm. it just kill me. I mean, just either mm-hmm. tell me now and it can be the worst news ever or just don't make me wait. Don't make me wait. We have that in I common because I really can't, I really cannot handle, I can't handle waiting if I, but why can't you handle waiting? Like what is it that's going on in the waiting period that you don't like? I, because I can't control until I know what, until I know what they're going to say, I can't control the narrative. So like if someone were to tell me like, Hey, um, we need to talk. I'm going to sit there and be like, okay, well, if they say this, I'm going to say this. If they say this, I'm going to say this. If I say this, then I'm going to say this. And so the longer that they make me wait, Mm. the more nervous I get about like, well, they're, they, they must obviously have like so many things that they're going to say. How can I anticipate all of them and have the right answer? Because I'm obviously going to have the right answer, but I need to be able, I need to be able to formulate all my answers so that I feel good about my answer when it comes time for me to retaliate or whatever or oh, respond. I, yeah. I have one thought and it's the one that keeps me like, I just don't sleep over it is what did I do wrong? <laughs> That's the only thought going through my head. It could be the best news and I'm anticipating, what did I do wrong? I feel like my re- my response would be, what did I do that they misunderstood? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Like, obviously, I did it right, but they just misunderstood. I did it right, <laughs> but now I have to explain to them why they didn't understand how right I was. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'm, maybe that's not because I'm an extrovert. Maybe I'm just a jerk. I don't know. No, no. <laughs> okay. I just thought of another story that okay. perfectly illustrates this. Okay. Okay. Remember when you had that birthday? Oh. And I was like, I'm going to throw you a party. <laughs> And she was like, that's okay, I don't need a party. (laughs) Yes, you do. What party, what year was it? Was it like an important year? Was it just like, let's have a party? I think it it was 30. 30. I do. So I, um, yeah, I was going to, I was, I insisted. I was like, you're having, it's a big deal to your birthday. Let's have a party. And so, but I was so proud of myself because I was like, I'm going to throw the ideal introverts birthday party so like before I tell everyone go ahead and give me my grade so that they know how did I do a b c d oh introvert yeah mm-hmm. how did I do on the introverts birthday party okay so you're gonna get an a minus simply because introverts never want right birthday okay party. so that was an obvious Obviously, I was going to lose points for the fact that an introvert would never choose a birthday party. Right. Okay, so if we ignored that whole part. So this is what I did. So Jess was having a birthday, and I obviously was like, we're, we're celebrating, we're having a party. But I really prided myself on the fact that I was like, I figured her out. She's an introvert. I know what to do now. So I'm going to throw her a party. So I'm going to throw her a party, but it's going to be the best ever. So I... Only invited people that I knew she was friends with. That's true. So she didn't have to have any awkward, like, pseudo-friend interactions. I gave very clear instructions for everyone of what kind of party it was going to be, what time it was going to start, what time it was going to end, what we were going to do while everyone was there. I basically did everything except give everyone a script of what they were allowed to say. <laughs> and and then I made I made provisions so that the activity that we were doing... She would be able to participate in, even though she hadn't been able to prepare, because it was sort of a surprise-ish situation. So here's what we did. Um, she had a friend who had the a really cool, has a really cool little guest house in her backyard, which, by the way, did I remember how I took pictures of that whole place? Yeah. Yeah, I have a folder on this computer right here called guest house inspo with all the pictures of that place and i have drawn i have drawn plans of when i get to build my guest house in the backyard and it's going to be just like that cabin it's one of those houses that you walk through and it's like i would have never thought of putting that there and it's just every little thing is perfect it is the cutest little (gasps) most perfectly sized cottage that is just just small enough that if you're there alone you feel cozy Mm -hmm. you feel at home but just big enough that we had, what, six people there? I think so. And we were not packed, like, we were not packed in, like, sardines. It was the coolest little place. So I knew mm-hmm. of this little place. I knew that this lady would, would like, adore the fact that we were using it for a party. Mm-hmm. And so I arranged for her. I said, I would love to throw just a birthday party, and I want to do it in your cottage. Is that okay? Of course it was okay. And she was even like, I'll have snacks. I'll have a cake. I'll have drinks. Like, I'll have everything ready. You guys just come. You don't even need to bring anything. She did. So we pretty much didn't bring anything. She did the donut cake? Oh, yeah. Yeah. She did the donut cake. She did it all. She had stuff there for for, um, Moscow mules. Mm -hmm. Like, it was great. It was perfect. Mm -hmm. So 
I had arranged for, this was something that another group of friends of mine had started doing. We had started these, and y'all have heard about them because I have talked about it on this podcast, about the favorite things swap. So the idea of a favorite thing swap is that you all bring something that is your favorite. So if six people are attending, you bring five of your favorite things. And then everybody does a little swap. So I had told everybody, I said, so we're going to do a favorite thing swap. That's going to be our activity at the party. So bring a thing. And then, because I knew that if Jess showed up to a party where we were all swapping stuff and she didn't have stuff to swap, she'd be mortified. So (laughs) I brought, I tried to the best of my ability, imagine what her favorite things would be. And I brought those things. So she even had a little pile. So we all sat down, we all had our little pile of stuff in our lab and we distributed them to everybody and everybody opened their stuff. So we all had something that was like our favorite thing. So it was like lip balms and socks. And mm-hmm. I can't remember what else. I can't remember what I brought. Um, but yeah. It was candle. Maybe. It was. So we had that. Yeah. It's we had sweet little things that just. Um, yeah, I, I had, it was a moment too where just a little disclaimer, like everybody should have a friend in their life, like Lindsay, (laughs) who I know, right. Um, (laughs) but I mean, just like all the thoughtfulness that went into that and that moment of not only did all these things that we did tonight, you know, were Things that you thought I would enjoy. We, we did sushi that night. Yeah, we did. We ate sushi yes. first. We went out for sushi dinner. Yes. And then we ended up back at the cottage. Yes. Yeah, just a night full of things that were really all about me. And then we get back there and I'm giving a gift that's she's prepared <laughs> that's all about me. And then I'm receiving. It's just, I don't know. Ah, it was a good it, moment. Well, it was really fun because that's the thing is that like I, I like to, I don't think all extroverts are as controlling as I am. No. Maybe they are, but. I like to, I love to make plans. I love to surprise other people. I just don't want to be the one that's surprised. So I really prided myself on the fact that like I had designed the perfect introvert birthday party. And then like at the time that I said the party was over, I was like, okay, bye guys. And I was basically like, you're, we're done. Time to go. And I shoot him out the door because you know, like introvert can only take so much time. And so then you need to recharge. And so, so, um, so yeah, like that was a, I think, I think for me, it's like for every one hour of extrovert, I need like a day. (laughs) (laughs) So you had to recover. You needed like five days to recover. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> something like that. So it worked out that you were going out of town the next day. So yeah. Yeah, it was um it was really fun. And there's the clock. And what time is it? Is it midnight? Oh, it is. It is. So but what's funny is that like I f- I feel like uh everybody everybody makes it a lot more complicated than it has to be. Like the what introvert, do you think? extrovert, the introvert thing? extrovert thing. Yeah, I mean, I sometimes it offends me to be called an introvert. <laughs> just uh, this part of my, I just get offended really easily. But I, I mean, I think introverts are neg- like it's a negative thing, mm-hmm. and so when I get labeled that as like a demeaning or an, with like a negative mm-hmm. spin to it, uh, that offends me. And honestly, part of the reason why I've learned how to be an extrovert is simply so that I don't get labeled as an introvert Mm -hmm. in social situations, especially in business situations, because you like, you get less favorable treatment. 
mm-hmm. um, as an introvert. And so I don't like that. I want to, I always want to get the best and be the best. And you, as an introvert, you just don't get those options sometimes in the business setting. And that's yeah. really, that's really been a struggle for me. Um, and something that's forced me out of my shell. And not that that's a bad thing, but I, um, I do think that there's a lot of labeling that doesn't have to, you know, have to be associated yeah. with, with personalities in that way. Well, I think, um, I, I think I have felt a similar sort of thing about being called an extrovert, like that the, like you're the crazy person. In the yeah. Room. Or that it means that I'm like inconsiderate mm. or like just, it's all about me or I don't know, like you, like introverts are expected to be loud and brassy and, you know, extroverts, annoying yeah. extroverts. Did I say introverts? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely yeah. didn't mean that. No. Yeah. Extra, that extroverts are expected to be like loud and considerate, annoying, you know? And so it's like, well, I mean, no, I can be thoughtful too. Like, but you know, in my own way. <laughs> yeah. But how many times have you been like texted pictures of your RBF? Never. <laughs> Literally never. <laughs> Literally at least 20 times in my life has somebody <laughs> sent me a picture of my face. I think that's because I have like a slack jaw issue <laughs> that when I'm concentrating, like my mouth just hangs open like, Ugh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is the best. This is the best. So, um, my, my daughters, I have two, I have two daughters and my oldest, I think she was around five when she looked at me one one day and said, mommy, sometimes when you have a face on, <laughs> it looks like a mad face, but now I just know that it's your thinking face. You're just thinking. It's not your mad face. It's your thinking it's face. Your thinking face. So I texted my sister. You were like, and I was like, she oh gets man, five year old, she gets me. And my sister was like, she's so right. Man, well, what, there you go. What a gift that here comes the train again. <laughs> here comes the train again, rolling down through my city. See, an introvert would never make a song See, up about this. The train. And, and you know what? Well, actually, an introvert. Oh, an introvert made that up. Actually. An introvert made and that. She texted up. it to me, and then I just totally stole it as and passed it off as okay, though it I were might my text own. it to you. Yeah. I'm not singing yeah, a song she texted on it to your me. podcast. You know, you know not who ever. you are. You know who you are. Not ever. Um, that's one of the funny things that you said when I started this podcast. I was like, yeah, so I started a podcast. So I don't know if you want to listen to it or whatever. And you were like, that's so brave. Yeah, and I was that like, is what I said. Yeah. Oh, brave. I don't know. That's not something I would have <laughs> thought. And she's like, oh, yeah, I could never just talk and say stuff. Well, I made this disclaimer before we started into tonight, the, into right? Into the void. And I was like, why? And you were like, I don't know, because you said something like people might not like it or something. And I was like, oh, it never occurred to me that people wouldn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> like, But that's what I don't like, like extroverts get a bad rap that we're all like narcissists and we're all just like all about ourselves. But I mean, not every extrovert is confident. Some, some are just like stupid and just like blindly. Yeah. Assume we just assume like success. I just assume I'm going to be successful, but I don't know. I thought, I guess the only thing I was really worried about was that 
I don't know. Maybe I wasn't worried about it. No, I know what it was. I was worried that just people wouldn't like my voice, that it would sound weird. Oh, really? Yeah, because I just think it, I don't know, prior prior to this. Well, anytime... maybe when you're singing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> Actually, my children have commented on that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Facebook, Facebook reminded me of this memory that... Um, that we were driving along in the car and I was singing along to a song and my youngest was like, mommy, shh. And I was like, what? Can't I sing? And she said something like, don't make any noise with your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) And my comment was like, I tried so hard with the other two. Like, I just don't have any energy left for this one. Nothing left. She gets to have her own thoughts. Yeah. Her manners are a work in progress. But, um, yeah, every time, every other time I had heard my voice, I just really didn't like, I didn't like the sound of it at all. But as so far, nobody has, nobody has said it's terrible. Do you go back and listen to your podcasts? I, I listen to every podcast at least once. Oh man. I see. I would never. Yeah. I would I'd, never listen. I'm not sure I why. might not ever listen to this. <laughs> I need you to know that. You put it out on the internet. The, the listeners, I... not going to be in that group. I'm not sure why. I don't know why I do it. It's, I guess it's to make sure I didn't say, well, but I don't do any editing. Like I've never gone back and edited one. Yeah. Because I listened to it and thought it sounded, I don't know. Fine. I don't know why I do it. Probably because I'm a narcissist. Yeah. And I like no, the sound not, of my own voice. Not me. <laughs> not me. Yeah. And there may be, I don't know. How many listeners do you get? I don't know. You I don't know. I truly don't know. I, um, Chris has it signed up for like, he gets, he gets emails, analytics. He yeah. can sign up for some sort of like, so Apple emails him and Stitcher emails him, but he hasn't told me. Maybe the numbers are really low and he doesn't want to like, <laughs> no, <laughs> he doesn't want to depress me. I know that. Well, whatever it is, subtract one. Cause I'm not going back to listen, listen to this one. <laughs> I think if I had to guess, I would say between 20 and 30 people. Okay. That I know of that you because know of? those people have actually reached out to me yeah. in some form or fashion and told me that they're listening. But I don't think there's any just, I don't think there's any stranger that listens to me. I think anybody that listens is because I sort of was Oh, I'm like, totally going to tell people that hey, I did a podcast. listen to this. I'm totally going to tell people. I'm just never going to go back <laughs> and listen to it. So it. you might get a few extra listeners out of it, but. That's cool. Just me. tag me on Instagram. I'll do it. Yeah. At Oddly Adulting. So, can you believe we've been talking for 42 minutes? You've been talking for 42 minutes. No, not just me. Yeah, that was the the disclaimer that we made when we started this yeah. was, I will talk back, but I'm not going to start a conversation. <laughs> I bet your husband, that's what your husband says, that you talk back. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you I know, know that's what mine says. I finished a conversation with um, some of our clients the other day at work. And, um, we had to do a phone call that was super frustrating. We were on the phone with like social security or something and it it just went so bad. It went, went South so fast. It was so bad. And an hour later we were still on the phone having bad conversations with these people. The last thing he said, as he was walking out of the office and closed the door, he said, I'm going to say an extra prayer for your husband tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, well, yeah, he probably um, needs that. Thank you on his behalf. Um, (laughs) Yeah. That's funny, though, because that's a review that I think we've both gotten. So we have that in common. (laughs) That in common. 
for the majority of the first several years that we were married, people would just look at Chris with pity. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're married to her. Yeah. So sorry. Like, I am delightful. I will have you people know that I am delightful when I'm not hungry, surprised, tired, frustrated, mad, sick. (laughs) I'm a delightful person. Oh, in a a 72 degree room with food, with snacks and beverages and a slight breeze. Yeah. And I'm not wearing anything that's itchy. Yeah. And there's no ambient, like, sound from the lights. Do you know I can hear lights? Can you hear lights? (laughs) I don't hear lights. That's why this light is not on, because I can hear lights. You can hear lights. I can hear overhead lights, yes. When I was teaching... I would I would feel like my ears were buzzing when I would leave the school for the day because I could hear the fluorescent lights all day. That's a new one for me. Yeah. That's yeah. A, it's I think I have I think I had sensory processing disorder before it was cool. Okay. Yeah. Like we weren't allowed to have that in the 80s. You were not we were not allowed to have that no. in the 80s. We just had to ch- we just had to s- once we got on the bus to go to school, we had to take our shoes off and turn our socks inside out so that the rest of the day we didn't have to feel the toe on our sock. That, do you remember that? That's, that's how, how you bad. dealt with it. Yes. That's how you dealt with it. You turned that's your, shoe, why, like, your socks, socks inside are, out. Socks are a big deal yeah. um, to me still. I do remember the first day that I had bad? the that's... sock with the line the across line. the top yes. of the toes instead of at the end of the toes. Oh, god! This happened in our generation, Lindsay. Stop. I could not wear a sock with a line at the end of the toe. Are you kidding me? No, absolutely not. That was why the sock had to go inside right. out. Right. I'm saying, but that happened <sighs> in our youth. They changed it. Thank goodness. Yes. Because. Oh, you kids today, you'll never have to know the sock with the line. I'm getting tense thinking about it. (laughs) We can move on. We can move on. Okay. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever been called delightful. (laughs) Like, give me the best of circumstances and I'm still not labeled. You're still like. Delightful. You're like. (laughs) Well, just looks less recalcitrant than usual. <laughs> it must be a good day. Yeah, no. Oh, my goodness. How long did it take before, like, how long do you think we were friends before? We like, realized. We were, yeah. When yeah. do you think we figured out we were friends? Yeah, we're, yeah, we're still not labeling. It was a while. I mean, I can't remember it being a while. It was I can a while. remember thinking, like, mm-hmm. well, well, we've, like, we hang out <laughs> and... Like we do stuff together. Like our newborns are friends, but our kids are friends, and <laughs> we hang out once a week. Obviously, and... our, our obviously our six month old olds yeah. enjoy each other tremendously. Yes. But ki- that was the first play date. Yeah, our babies ever. I have a picture of them. Yeah. We took them. Remember that we yeah. took them to Chick Fil A on a play date. Yeah, two little car seats. Yeah, sitting in a booth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They might have been friends before we officially. That might be true. Can you think of anything else you want to say? Not me. <laughs> if you have nothing else to lead with, I have nothing else to say. <laughs> um, there's only one thing left to say, which if you listen to the podcast, which you won't listen to this one. I won't listen but to this one. If you listen to other of them, you know, you know what I'm going to say. I do. First, I have to say my little spiel. You can find me on the internet at oddlyadulting.com, Instagram. At Oddly Adulting. You can donate by going to the website. You can email me, oddlyadulting at gmail.com. And um, 
Do you want to tell people your Instagram handle or no? That's um, too much, right? <laughs> I might tag oddly adulting. Okay, okay. Yeah. And then if you follow that, if you, maybe yes, if you follow the breadcrumbs, you'll find <laughs> you'll find me. You'll find her in the enchanted CrossFit wood. <laughs> that is Instagram. Okay, well, with that, the only thing left to say is if you made it all the way to the end of this, we love ya. And I'm not going to say that. <laughs> That's too much for me. <laughs> That's moving too fast, you guys. She doesn't love you yet. All right, well, I do. I love ya, and Jesus does too. Bye. Her music is by Kevin McLeod. Winner, winner.